Hello again, everybody. I'm the Common Sense American, and I'm going to start you off with some statistics here provided by, quote, science, which uh, the liberals are always pushing, so I'm going to give them some statistics based on this, uh, based on everything I've read and the pandemic in general. Uh, and then I'm going to move on to the state of our, once again, porous southern border and the biggest issue that we face with immigration. I've talked about it before, but it, it's been some time. I, I have not addressed this topic, uh, certainly not since the uh, Biden administration came to power, and uh, I think it's more important than ever because it's once again becoming a major topic and a major concern for the entire country. Uh, first, let's, uh, they're always accusing us of not using science and not listening to the numbers and statistics and experts. Okay, so I've compiled some numbers uh, for the pandemic, and these are, you can check up on all these if you wish. They come from the CDC. They come from uh, doctors and experts that have spoken at length to the media, the mainstream media, not alternative right-wing outlets. And like I said, you can go and look up all these statistics all you want on any number of official uh, government or healthcare uh, websites. Go right ahead. Double-check me because this, these are plenty accurate enough. Uh, so let, let's let's start. First of all, we are talking about what has basically become about a 98-99% survival rate. Uh, it's approximately 99.3, I think, if you take into account the entire world. Uh, it goes lower, uh, you know, when you talk about third world crap hole countries that, you know, people are dropping dead from common colds because it's such a mess over there. Um, so obviously something like this is going to hit them a lot harder. Even then, it doesn't go below uh, 90%. Um, you are talking about a 73% of the number of recorded deaths of COVID are people who are overweight or obese. We're going to come back to that because that might be the most important statistic. Additionally, 95% plus, at least in this country, have had ex pre-existing conditions outside of, of being obese or overweight that uh, caused them to, to succumb to this, to this virus. We're talking about casualties here, deaths. Uh, the percentages of people who die, <coughs> excuse me, under the age of 65 are so microscopic, you almost can't count them. Uh, at, you know, the vulnerable and the elderly are the only ones who are ever at danger of dying from this statistically, uh, as we have seen and as time has gone on. The infection rate has uh, been made, been about the same, although some claim that the, the last strain that we've seen was more infectious, and certain numbers uh, would defend that, that it is more infectious, that people got it faster. But it's also true that the casualty rate dropped. The, the uh, survivability actually went up. Uh, if you look at recent months, uh, especially in the, uh, the, the, the countries that aren't world third world countries, you know, the U.S., part, most parts of the U.K., uh, Asian countries, uh, Japan, uh, for, for example, they, everyone has experienced, while the infection rate uh, sort of remains sort of stable, the actual death rate declined, uh, and this was before the vaccine, of course, uh, so that could be a number of things you could attribute that to, um, maybe quicker uh, acknowledgement of the disease, people getting tested more often and catching it sooner, and doctors being better at treating it uh, before it gets too far. You could say that if you like, but either way, whatever the reason, those have gone down. Uh, there have been various experts, one recently, I believe, 
it was the Wall Street Journal or perhaps the Washington Post uh, that said that approximately he would estimate that maybe 10 to only 10 to 15 percent of the total number of COVID cases uh, around the world were actually reported. And many say if you talk about other countries, it's it's way less than 10 percent, which amplifies the number of infected way up. I mean, you're, you're talking, which in turn, because we're not talking about deaths here, uh, the the uh, the mortality rate becomes even tinier because the reason those people uh, didn't, 99% of them, there might be a few that just flat out up and died without any, no one ever knowing that it was COVID. It's extremely rare. Was far, far more likely for all of these that all the experts will agree on is that uh, many people got it, maybe didn't even know they had it, stayed home, were sick with it, and got over it. For example, like me and my family, we got it and we just, we're pretty sure that's what it was. We stayed home and we got over it, like most people. They're not going to feel good, not going to go out. There's no reason to really confirm it. Um, and also because the overwhelming majority of the cases are not fatal or requiring uh, any sort of hospitalization, they're going to just stay home. There's no, there's nothing that can really be done. You have to stay home and get over it like with any bug or virus or flu. And that's what many, many people did. We're finding out now that a whole lot more people did that. And, and many people who really made me weren't even aware that they got it, especially early on. I had friends who are now absolutely convinced they had it. They, they didn't know what it was when they got it. They didn't feel good. It was like a flu. Um, and they really felt bad for a while, and it was right at the start of all of this. And, um, you know, they wouldn't have believed they'd had it then. It was such a being blown so far out of proportion, and people saying people are going to drop dead if you get it, and so they didn't believe it. But in, in retrospect, a lot of people are looking back at this and saying, ah, you know, I, I know I had it, and so did a lot of other people. Uh, furthermore, uh, you are going to see, and we've seen this in reports from, uh, you're going to see probably more federal investigations into this, because when this... Uh, broke, it became very evident to hospitals that are always on the lookout for ways to get more uh, federal funds. Uh, if you have a higher rate of, of COVID patients, uh, whether it's infections or deaths, you get more money. Uh, and we have heard countless examples of people uh, being in, uh, you know, they die and they're accusing COVID of it, but that was not the case. That was not the reason why they died. If they were ever tested positive for it, even if they're perfectly fine, they're still going to call it a COVID death. Um, and there's even some instances where it's, it's hard to say even why they died, and they erred on the side of the funding and said they died of COVID so they could, you know, angle themselves for sort of more financial funding. The left can call this a conspiracy theory all they want. All they really have to do is speak to some uh, healthcare professionals and realize that this is a very common thing uh, in the world of uh, Western medicine where um, any way they find that they can sort of manipulate or fudge the numbers just a little bit in order to land more funding, they will absolutely do it. Uh, and in this case, they're just going to say that it was for the sake of public safety. We'll say there are more of them. We'll get more money to fight this. That, that happened around the country. Um, and in returning to the 73% of being obese and uh, uh, overweight people who died and 95% plus people who had other uh, pre-existing conditions, what that is saying and what is, I have been saying from the start is that the only people that are going to die from this are the people who are in terrible condition. And unfortunately, we have way, way, way too many of those if we were not in the physical mess of a condition that we are, this would not have been much of anything. Everyone keeps talking about the 500,000 dead. Fine. When you start talking about the total number of infected around the world, and you're talking 98, 99% survivability, and way over that, 
99.8.9% for anybody under the age 65 was perfectly normal and healthy, plus the uh, pre-existing condition factor, which we which are not being talked about, the, the number of people who had it never reported it, which again is a major issue, you're basically talking about a disease that is not, as I said from the start, is not a killer. It's a killer in the way pneumonia is a killer, a bad pneumonia. You should look at the mortality rate of, of pneumonia among in like nursing homes or retirement communities. It's, it's astronomical, and it always has been. In fact, it's very close to, to the rate of deaths for COVID. You, you get pneumonia, and you're over the age of 70, 75, 80, and you're not in the greatest condition, it, it's a good chance of taking you out. It's a, it's, it's a nasty bug, just like COVID is, and it attacks very, you know, it's a similar sort of acting thing. Um, so that in that case, you're, you're going to see that happen more often with pneumonia, with bad colds. That's just common. It does not happen with the, with the, the, the people who are healthy and they might get pneumonia, but they'll almost always pull through. It's very similar. And the last bit is that we are seeing, of course, very, very low reporting of any type of flu. Uh, there's no explanation for this saying, well, look, the masks cut down the, the rate of flu. Okay, how did it cut down the rate of flu and not cut down COVID? How do we have 500,000 amounting deaths, right? With what, that it, it stops the flu but doesn't stop COVID? It doesn't make any sense and no one can explain that. Um, we're starting to see more and more examples of how and why masks simply don't work. We have states in this, in this country that uh, had very lax mask laws and, and lockdown laws compared to other states and they fare just as better, just as, just as good, if not if not better than than any other state, uh, Florida is did just as well as if not better than places like New York and California, and they're the ones who have the strictest lockdown orders there were. Uh, we've also don't forget been wearing masks religiously as a country for nine, ten, eleven months. If that was the case, we should have seen a much faster reduction in infectious in infection rates, and that really didn't happen. There were still surges. There were still, still around. We're still talking about it a year later, and we're wearing masks the whole time. If that was the case, if it was so easy to stop it with a mask, really the only thing you can do just with any bug is social distancing. I understand that it's annoying, but you just got to stay away from people just as you are with any sickness. So those are the numbers. This is all reality. You can check them up if you like. If this is the reason why you're freaking out and saying the economy needs to be shut down and we only need paralyzed with fear then we're in big trouble because you're, you're useless, you're spineless. If a real killer showed up, we're all in big trouble because you can't handle anything uh, because this is not what this is. The Spanish flu killed the young and the healthy, killed perfectly healthy uh, adults in their 30s, 30s and 40s, killed children. This does not do that. Kids don't even get it. You look at the numbers. It's very clear. You don't. You talk statistics. You talk science. Those are the numbers. All you do is focus on the total number of deaths. You don't look at the the causes, the function, the the reasons behind it. Everything that's contributing to that number, the uh, statistics around it, the number of infected versus the number of deaths, the survivability rate, which is sky high. You don't. You apparently don't care. That is the science. Those are the statistics. You want to talk about that? Then talk about those. Now. Moving on to the illegal immigration issue and the state of the southern border, which is quickly spun out of control because Biden canceled a lot of agreements with Central America, uh, which improved, drastically improved uh, immigration relations with Central American uh, countries under the Trump administration. Uh, really helped a lot to, to stem the, the flow of migrants to the border. And 
on top of which, the wall, of course, which we should have and pretty much all countries have, and whether it's physical or in the state of the law. Uh, and so I, I really need to make this point again. And I don't, you know, we, Democrats don't want to talk about it because they just say you're being racist. I really don't care. The fact of the matter is when you have, again, we're talking numbers, the majority of people who, these illegals that are coming here are on some form of government assistance. The overwhelming majority are on some form of government assistance the instant they get here. And the majority, I think it's over half, stay on it for several years. In fact, even longer. Uh, and I think it's over 40% have some sort of uh, conviction rate. They have some criminal record of some kind. And of course, all they want you to believe, all Democrats want you to believe, is that it's just a bunch of, you know, abused mothers and their children at the border. It's not, never has been. If you look at the, the, the caravan uh, pictures in recent years, and you see them progressing, you take footage, pictures, there's almost no young women in there. It's all young men, and they're all coming here for the same reason, which is to be parasites. Now, you can't be against immigration entirely because immigration is really what drives countries forward. It, is, it drove our country forward. The difference, the biggest difference, the single biggest difference between the immigration in the earlier part of the 20th century and around the world wars compared to now is that the people who were coming here actually, A, actually were intended to work their brains out and move up and were not coming here for assistance, they were coming here for opportunity. They were coming here for the freedom that they didn't have in other places. They are coming in here to have the opportunity to say, I to live a free life and to contribute to the society. That is not the majority of what's coming in now. That's not. The numbers say it's not. It says it's not because of the numbers on welfare, the number that have criminal convictions, the percentages are through the roof. Furthermore, they were not doing this illegally. They were coming here entirely legally. It was the only way in. You know, you've got the, the, the many coming from, from Europe, uh, especially, for example, during the Irish potato famine or during the, uh, prior to war breaking out or during when war broke out. You know, there was a lot of refugees that came here. They're just avoiding war and they're avoiding um, basically a, a fascist regime where they could do nothing and were scared for their lives and had an opportunity here to do something. And they were not given everything on a silver platter. They got off the boats and had to go to work. They had to contribute to this country in some way, and they were checked up on every step of the way because that's the way it needs to be done, just as most countries do today. They basically say, if you want to go to some a lot of these countries and you want to be a resident, you, you need to have... You need to have stuff on the ball. You need to have had a job. You need to have some countries require that you have a job already lined up before you ever step foot in their country. Uh, they require adaptability and assimilation into the culture. They give you tests on this so that you can uh, effectively blend into the culture and become one of them. That's the whole point. And, you know, they really don't, it doesn't, it doesn't do you any favors to have any sort of criminal record or, you know, the bottom line is what we attracted for people who built this country. What we're attracting now is not people who are going to build anything. I'm not saying there are no hard workers in there. I'm not saying there are not people who are going to contribute. What I'm saying is the majority have no inclination towards that right now. Again, as the welfare and criminal numbers indicate and the fact that we have to provide health care insurance in the billions 
for these people because they're coming here for that reason. They're coming here to get stuff. They're coming here to get things, not to earn it, because they can. And why would they be coming here illegally if they had any interest in contributing and doing things the right way? Why? The Trump administration and Republicans and myself and things like that, all of us were never against immigration. They're against illegal immigration because there is absolutely no excuse for it. There's no reason for you to, to desperately attempt to shove your way in here unless you're trying to hide something or to get something without earning it. I get that they're running from things. That can happen, sure. Most of the time, however, that is not the case, as the, the statistics tell us. So if illegals are coming here in this capacity, there's always a reason for it. There's no reason. What, what is that? That's an, an insult to the migrants who came here legally and did it the right way, because if you ask any one of them, they're going to tell you it's not that hard. In fact, it's embarrassingly easy. It takes a while, because anything related to the government takes a long time. But it's not hard. We have the easiest path to citizenship in the entire world. Look it up. Go around the country, see what is required to become an actual citizen of any other country. Pick one. I don't care. You will be stunned at what is required of you. And we require nothing. We require a little if you want to be legal, but it's still shockingly a bare minimum. And of course, there is no requirements for illegals because they can just come here and do whatever they want and it doesn't matter. And now we're saying we can't even arrest them and get them back. We're even hearing reports of people going down and bringing back people who were deported for being illegal. This has gone way out of bounds, way overboard. This is what happens when political correctness starts to completely override intelligence, statistics, facts, rationale, and anything else that makes any sort of sense. You can't keep doing this. We cannot play welfare state to the entire world. We are attracting the lowest of the low. That is the difference. We are attracting the bottom of the barrel because we are attracting mostly parasites and leeches, as the numbers tell us. Look at where all the welfare money is going. So much of the huge percentage of it is going to immigrants. A huge percentage of our health care is going to immigrants. And I'm saying both illegal and, and legal, you know, but it, it shouldn't, not a dime should be going to illegals. That's insane. We are not here to clean up the messes that other countries have caused, and we can't afford it, and it should not be falling on, on the, it should not be the onus of citizens to care for that. That is not our problem. You want to try and help them in a million ways, fine, go right ahead. It's all you're doing anyway. You're taking our taxpayer dollars on the one hand and giving them to all these countries, and it doesn't seem to be working. You're handing them billions in aid, and these countries remain crap holes, and those people keep coming here to get even more. It's not working. Stop giving them aid and stop allowing illegals to come in here with no repercussions at all. None of that makes any sense. No other country does it, not one, and there's a reason for it. A very good reason. A common sense reason, which I know, you know, people don't want to talk about, but that's the way it is. We cannot keep attracting the dregs of the world and assume that the country is still going to run normally. It is a minority now of people who come here that really want to do anything. That's just the way it is. That's just the way it is. There are some. I know that. I'm aware of that. I know a few of them. They, too, will admit that the majority of them, especially, especially the illegals, 
they have not, not, not a first clue of what they're going to do, nor do they really have any intention of doing much of anything. They're illegal for a lot of reasons, and many of those reasons we don't even want to talk about. If they had nothing to hide, if they planned on being in this country and, and doing what they were supposed to do, they would do this legally. There's nothing that stops them. Not a thing. And yet they're doing this because they believe they can get away with it and they can. When you tell them you can get away with it, you show them here, take everything that we have and all you have to do is show up. Yes, that's who you're going to attract. While at the same time, the people, the real doers, the movers and the shakers of the world, they're not coming here anymore. They're not. Do you know why? Because they see it turning into a socialist regime and they don't feel like having, A, all their money taken away for reasons that they don't agree with, and on top of which, other countries are really starting to, well, let's face it, they've caught up and passed us in a variety of ways and they're perfectly fine where they are. Only the dregs are coming here, coming from the worst of the worst, the worst countries. We, I'm all for a little compassion, but we can't keep this up. Realistically, it's impossible. Crime will continue to rise. Our bills will continue to skyrocket. And by the way, all these countries that we've been giving aid to give us nothing in return. Absolutely nothing. They never pay down their tab. The past year would have been a good time for that, by the way. The countless trillions that this country is owed is, you can't even, you can't even, it's not, you can't, it's not calculable. You can't even think of it. And we get nothing back. And what do we do? We pass trillion-dollar uh, stimulus bills where 90% of it flits off overseas. Uh, you you got to be kidding. This has to stop pretty soon. And actually right now, you're going to reach a point where the country cannot, is not in a position to help these people at all. There's just no way. And at that point, we all know whose fault that's going to be. That's going to be Democrat reign falling apart as it always does. Because they put emotion in front of everything else and have, don't believe in facts, don't believe in stats, and allow political correctness to literally dictate global policy and the security of this country. Just, this is how far it's gone. I bet this wouldn't be a problem if all the people coming and all the dregs that were coming were from other countries and they were white, white Europeans, and they're the ones who are causing all the crime and, all, and the skyrocketing health care and the illegal problem, and they're the ones hitting our borders. I'll bet this wouldn't be an issue then. I'll bet, I'll bet all the Democrats would be saying, keep them out. This is a problem. We've got to do something about it. Oh, because they're white. But because most of the people who are coming here are not, we can't say anything against them. And that's really the only reason. That's it. Anyway, I know I've mentioned some of this before, but uh, again, I, I haven't said it in a while. And with, with the new influx, it, it needs to be repeated. It needs to be drilled down on. We need to remember this. Um, this just can't continue because we're not in any position to, continue, to keep it up, especially after this idiotic pandemic, which cost us trillions and never should have. There is a line between... Uh, compassion and reality and doing things the right way to help people and also to help your own country and they stepped way over that a long long time ago and now we're just in obscurity we're floating around in a void have no real clue of how to, to do this to how to pay for people who aren't supposed to be here in the first place and never should have and if we keep attracting the lowest of the low and I hate to say this but because society is on a downturn and yes we are in the twilight of this country I hate to say it but it's a decline and it has been a decline for 40 50 years those are the people you're going to attract. When the country is on the upswing, when it's firing all cylinders, you're really only going to attract people who want to fire in all cylinders with it. 
You're going to attract the best of the best. We haven't attracted the best of the best in a very long time. I don't care what color they are. I don't care where they're coming from. This is the fact of the matter. So think on it, if you will. Consider where we are. And uh, once again, I'm, I'm all for fighting for your, for your country and standing up for it. And I grew up here and everything. But if things continue to get worse, I've threatened to do it before. Uh, and I think many people have uh, just got to leave. I, I don't feel like going down with this shit. No, I don't. Um, because they're just they're only going to make it worse and they can't figure this out. Um, anyway, that's it for this week. And uh, hopefully, uh, you know, feel free to share with your friends. Subscribe. It's always free. I don't do any ads. Um, I don't email you. I don't invade your privacy. I don't do anything to, you know, you very, I, I value that, the privacy issue. So I don't invade yours. And I certainly appreciate you lending an ear. And I'll be back again next week. Thanks for listening. See ya.